0: The Beatles are a pretty nice band, and we've got a lot to say. The Beatles are a pretty nice band, talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfield a lot, so are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band, someday we'll judge if they're fine, oh yeah. Someday we'll judge if they're
1: fine. Why don't we do it in the
0: road? I have a quick question for you, Andrew. (gasps) Will anyone be watching us?
1: Is that something you'd prefer? What's <laughs> the right <laughs> answer?
0: Consent to sexy, everyone.
1: All right. First of all, I was surprised to discover Why Don't We Do It In The Road is only four seconds shorter than the next track I will. Yeah. Secondly, the drumming at the beginning is great. I also like Paul's guitar playing. It almost sounds like a fairyman sometimes. I feel like John was jealous that he didn't write this song himself. <laughs> they say men think about sex every seven seconds. That's not true. At least for me. Don't know about you. Well, now All I'm the same, thinking about it. Well, yeah, me too. Damn it. <laughs> Damn. All the same, men and women occasionally get horned up. It's a part of human condition, if you're doing it right. And deserve to be conveyed by the Beatles at some point. You know, the band about love. It's fitting this song is short. Lust is a temporary yeah. feeling,
0: right? You know, if you had me guess which one was longer uh, between this and "I Will," I would say this song, and hmm. be wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This song is is totally just filler. It's another of the "Hey, let's get out of the contract cannon," the Beatles, <laughs> and it's very body for Paul. It's like really not what you expect. Like he's usually more. I don't know, subtle with this kind of attitude that he I means, right. but he, he's, but he's continued to be cheeky throughout his whole career. I mean, for you comes to mind, terrible song. Come on, baby. <laughs> just say it. <laughs> but you know, this one, it's just a bit over the top for me
1: recorded during the late stages of work on the white album. This song was a spontaneous recording by Paul with assistance from Ringo. It was recorded while John and George were working on other songs. Later, Lennon later described McCartney's decision as hurtful, explaining that it represented the fragmented way in which the group's members had taken to recording songs in 1968. John in 1980 said, That's Paul. He recorded it by himself in another room. Not true. Ringo was there. That's how it was getting in those days. We came in and he'd make, he'd made the whole record. Him drumming, him playing the piano, him singing. But he couldn't, he couldn't. Maybe he couldn't make the break from the Beatles. I don't know what it was, you know? I enjoyed the track. Still, I can't speak for George, but I was always hurt when Paul would knock something off without involving us. But that's just the way it was then. McCartney later defended himself, pointing out that Lennon had worked alone on Revolution 9 and Julia. Sure. Paul said, it wasn't a deliberate thing. John and George were tied up finishing something and me and Ringo were free, just hanging around. So I said to Ringo, let's go and do this. Anyway, he did the same with Revolution 9. He went off and made that without me. No one ever says that. John is a nice guy and I'm the bastard. It gets repeated all the time. Ouch. (sighs) Ringo later pointed out that the ballad of John and Yoko was recorded without him and Harrison. Ringo said, why don't we do it in a row Was just Paul and me, and it went out as a beetle track too. We had no problems with that. The song was inspired by an incident observed by Paul in Rishikesh, India. I was up on the flat roof meditating, and I'd seen a troop of monkeys walking along in the jungle, and a male just hopped onto the back of this female and gave her one, as they say in the vernacular. Within two or three seconds, he hopped off again and looked around as if to say, it wasn't me. And she looked around as if there had been some mild disturbance, but thought, huh, I must have imagined it. And she wandered off, gaslit. And I thought, bloody hell, that puts it all into a cocked hat. That's how simple the act of procreation is. This bloody monkey just hopping on and hopping off. There is an urge. They do it, and it's done with. It's that simple. We have horrendous problems with it. And animals don't. So that was basically it. Why don't we do it in a row could have applied to either fucking or shitting, to put it roughly. Why don't we do either of them in the road? Well, the answer is we're civilized and we don't. But the song was just to pose that question. Why don't we do it in a row was a primitive statement to do with sex or to do with freedom, really. I like it. It's just so outrageous that I like it.
0: It wasn't me. Did the Beatles come up with the shaggy defense?
1: <laughs> Hashtag Beatles did it. When asked what inspired the song during a one interview with NPR's Terry Gross, Paul quipped, that was inspired by Lord knows what. Probably sexual feelings, Terry.
0: Oh, God. Why did Terry Gross say that? Uh, oh. What do you think? Did- what, what, what are you expecting to get from that, Terry?
1: <laughs> what does that mean? Talk to me like I'm stupid. Why Don't We Do It The Rub was recorded over two days, on the first of which Paul worked alone, apart from tape operator Ken Townsend. On October 9, 1968, McCartney recorded five takes of the song, which began with just acoustic guitar and lead vocals. On to the fifth take, the first to feature raucous vocals throughout. He then overdubbed a piano part. Take four, which saw McCartney alternate between gentle and strident vocals with each verse, can be heard on Anthology 3. The next day, while John and George were supervising the string overdubs for Piggies and Glass Onion, McCartney added more vocals, hand claps, lead, guitar, and bass to the song. Ringo also recorded the drum part and hand claps. Paul said, We were mixing at Studio 2, which was really the dedicated Beatles studio at Abbey Road, and I was getting a bit fed up sitting around. Everyone had got home, but we were still there at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock midnight. There was no one else around except for a security sergeant, maybe somebody at the door. So I slipped into studio 3 of Ringo, just him and me. I wanted to do a let it all hang out song based on little more than a mantra. The song was recorded by Lowell Fulson, an American blues singer, in 1969 on the Jewel label. Fulson's version included the lyrics Why Don't We Do It in the Road? No one will be watching us from the original, along with Why Don't We Do It in the Car? And I life, not an appeals version. The Fulson recording credits Lennon McCartney as writers. It was featured on the soundtrack under the 2007 film American Gangster. I assume Fish covered this. It's not mentioned here. <laughs> love Count Zero. This is pure sex. There's Love has no way to do with it. Mm-mm.
0: What's love got to do with it? What's love got to do?
1: Josie Scale. I, I don't hate this song, but I'm going to give it a Josie.
0: Yeah, it's it's fine. It's a Josie, though. Do you rather- skip it? Uh, no, I don't think I skip it. I would no. This isn't a skip. This is a skip one for me. It's just like not. It's it's slight, right? It's just slight.
1: Yes, it just floats away like it said.
0: The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfield a lot. So are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. Oh yeah. Someday we'll judge if they're fine.